0: So we are going to touch on, remember, let's go to Joshua 4. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. God commanded Joshua... To build a memorial that they might remember all that God has done. That they might remember the day that the waters of the Jordan River parted for the Ark of the Covenant to pass over. And that they might remember when their children say, what is this memorial? That they can look back and say, this is what God did for us at this point, at this time in history. Remember, we don't do this anymore. We don't pass on to our children. Now nowadays we got people out there, was Sodom and Gomorrah happened. Well, if there was a memorial, we know Sodom and Gomorrah happened. And there is, if you pay attention, there was a guy who did a video. He had a memorial. Uh, the, 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 the children of Israel were to take stones and make a memorial so that in days future, when their kids said, What is this memorial memorial? They can talk of the Lord and how he did things for them. Got to make it real that God acted in their lives. We don't do that nearly enough anymore. Let's go to Matthew 16, 5. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which, when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith... Why reason ye among yourselves because ye have brought no bread? Do ye not understand, neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets you took up? They forgot that Jesus had just fed five thousand with five loaves. they just forgotten that. And they reasoned among themselves. We forgot food, we're going to starve. (laughs) They're not. Jesus could have made the rocks bread if he wanted to. How often are we like the disciples, though? How often have we forgotten the things that God has done for us just moments after he did them? How often have we forgot to share the things that God has done for us for other people and for those that have gone on before. It's part of remembering. The disciples came to the other side of the sea and realized they had taken no bread, yet they had seen him feed 5,000 and 4,000 on separate occasions, but now they're worried about what they're going to eat. How often are we the exact same way? How often do we forget when God gave us money for the gas tank? When God put food on our tables, and then the next time we're hungry, we're like, oh God, are you going to help me or not? When he just delivered you out of an issue. It's amazing how often we forget. Judges 3 7, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the, of the Lord, and forgot the Lord their God, and served Balaam and the groves. 1 Samuel 12, 9. And when they forgot the Lord their God, he sold them into the hand of Sisera, captain of the host of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. They forgot God. They knew him not, and they fell into idolatry, they fell into sin, all because they didn't take the time to remember Second Peter three, one. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds, I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lusts. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. That you may remember, there is a God. He is coming back. He is holy. He is just. And he is pure. We are to remember. And how do we do that exactly? By recounting all that He has done. That's how we remember. That's how we set up a memorial for our children so that they can look upon it and say, what is that memorial for? God did that for us. That's when God worked in our lives. That's when God made miracles happen. That's when God caused certain things to happen so that now we are making it real for them and we are remembering the realness, the feeling, the emotion, the love that the Father had when He did this for us. That you may remember there is a God. That he is coming back. He is holy, he is just, and he is pure. That is why we are to remember. So that we don't forget our God. So that we don't forget our Father who loves us, who died for us. We are to remember that he is holy, just, and pure. And he has asked and told us to be holy, just, and pure. Remember the time a lady came to me crying. That something I had wrote changed her heart and never would she feel unworthy again. Yeah, you got to remember the time when God worked through what you're doing. Otherwise you forget why you're doing it. Remember the time I preached and another lady cried telling me how she needed to hear. Remember the time I received a message from a college student I didn't know. Had never met. But I received a message from her of how I touched her heart in her life. Remember the time my book was used to help hurting folks in a group therapy session. Remember the time when you get out here and you start serving and you're dry and you drought and you don't get any results, you got to go back and remember God. When you're out here and you're living your life and you're in the world and you forget God, you got to go back and you got to remember why we do what we do. Why we live like we live. Why we talk about Jesus the way we talk about Jesus, because it's all about remembering the God who saved us. Yet we as Christians, we have to remember other things as well. We've got to remember the things God has done. We've got to remember what we prayed for, and then we mark when we get answered prayer. I have a prayer group on Facebook. It's not just for prayer requests, but it's also for answered prayers so that we can remember, so that we can rejoice when God answers those prayers. That we might share with others what God has done because the day that you're down and out, somebody might share a praise and it's going to lift you up. When you're down and out, somebody might share something going in their life that's going to stir up remembrances in you and remind you how holy, just, and pure God is and He is working for you. Remember the time a friend visited you at just the right moment? You ever had one of those? Remember the time you sang a special and a person responded by saying how much they needed that? You remember that time when you touched a life with your song? When you touched a life with your visit? When you touched a heart with a hello? Do you remember those times? Remember the time God moved in such a way that there was no other explanation? Remember the life that was changed because you witnessed to them? Remember the life that was spared because you called. How many stories do you hear people who are about to end it, and they get that call at the last second? That's God working. It's touching their lives and their minds. We have a good God, and he loves you. We have to remember that, especially with what's going on in the world today. Remember that 20 you found right when you needed it most. I have. We are such a forgetful people that we do not remember exactly as it happened. We don't. Years down the road, we try to gloss it over, rationalize it away. We revise in our memory. The farther away we get from the miracle, the more we try to reshape it in a more definable way. Our mind bulks from the supernatural, so we try to cast it in the light that we can relate to. God always wants memorials and remembrances that we may may not forget the words and the works that he has already done for us, that we might remember him, that we might honor him, that we might praise him. He wants us to remember. Praise meetings, prayer journals, prayer journals for prayer and prayer journals for answered prayer, both are very, very important. These are remembrances we need. We need to share. We need to have these accounts that we remember that our children also may know and pass them down. Joshua was told by God to put stones and make a memorial so that the kids in next generation can see it and ask what the memorial was for. And then you could tell them because that's where God worked a mighty work for us. Remembrance. Our God is an awesome God, yet we don't remember. We have his word, we have his spirit, but we don't remember. We do not make memorials, we do not share, we do not leave for history, immediate history or future history, what God has done for us today. We take it for granted. We move on and we forget to share. We forget to tell. And then it's pushed back in our memory and we don't remember anymore. Remembrance shows up in 52 verses in the Bible. Not remember, but remembrance. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me when he said, talking about the communion, the Last Supper. It is important to God That we remember the God we serve. It's important to God that we share it with future generations, the God we serve. It's important to God that we know Him, that we remember Him, and that the next generation knows Him, and they remember Him. There must be an account for the history of today and yesterday's miracles, not just the long ago that we never personally experienced. The Bible is great. It really is it's got experiences, it's got testimonies, it's got promises, it's got miracles and works and wonders that God has done, but we didn't experience them. That's why we have to write down our experiences, share our miracles, our works that God did in our lives, so that our children can relate to what we're talking about. We have greater access to people than ever before, yet we share less of what God has done for us. Why? For fear of being ridiculed, you're going to be ridiculed for something. Might as well just take a stand for God. For fear no one wants to hear what I have to say. Or because it makes me seem like I'm overly proud. I'm not. Everything we have is because of God. Be proud of your God. Be proud of his work in your life. Be proud of the spirit he gave you, the fellowship he wants with you. God in heaven wants to talk to you, walk with you, live with you. He wants a relationship with you. Be proud of that. Every instance of someone being touched by anything I do is because of the Spirit, not because of me. But I want to share that God has touched people's lives, that God has changed hearts and minds. Why? Because there's other people who are struggling, who need to hear it. When you tell these things, you're not just propagating. You're testifying of a God who worked in your on uh, your life. A God who worked in your heart. A God who loves you, who died for you. You're testifying every time you talk about something he did. You're touching hearts and minds. Pride. Is what will keep you from spreading what God did. You're going to sit there. Oh, I can't say that. People think I'm bragging. Let them brag on your God. He's a good God. Fear will keep you from talking of your victory, your miracle, because it's going. Oh, you can't. You can't do that. You're being. That's hubris. That's pride. No. You're talking about what God did. You're giving Him the credit. You're giving Him the glory. It's not pride. That's praise. Get out there and talk about it. We, the people, need to share. Communicate both for today and tomorrow. We have a generation coming up behind us that doesn't know God, and it's our fault because we're not bringing them to—we're not bringing Him to their remembrance. We're not leaving memorials to Him. We are doing nothing for them to know Him, to remember Him, to think on Him, and that's our fault. We've got to get started today, stirring up the remembrance of God in this world. Share with others that they too may rejoice. And share in the miracles and wonders of God in your life. Why do you think we do praise and testimony time, but it's like pulling teeth most times to get somebody to stand up and talk about everything God has done. Because they they don't want to stand up and go, oh, God did this for me. And somebody go, why you? No. Praise God, he worked in your life. Stand up and testify of the blessings. Did you get out of bed this morning? Testify. Did you get to work and back? Testify. Did you eat? There you go. Praise and pray together. That's a big thing. In fact, every time you see the disciples in the New Testament after Jesus, uh, after Jesus was carried away uh, into the heavens, the disciples are always praising and rejoicing together. John and Peter hauled before the Sanhedrin what did they do when they were told not to preach again they said we will obey God they were released they went to church and they started praising and rejoicing Paul and Silas lashed thrown into a prison for Jesus' sake and what were they doing they were praising and rejoicing they were remembering they were witnessing they were testifying Praise and rejoice and testify. Remember these things. In the good times and in the bad, we must remember. God is a good God. But we have a generation coming behind us and we have not stirred up the remembrance of him. And that's on us. Remember, but don't just remember. Remember for posterity's sake. Share for posterity's sake. Get out and tell people of Jesus for posterity's sake, or else we are going to lose the generation that's already almost gone. Stir up a remembrance.